This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Chad, how are you, man? You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. I am fantastic, and yes, I'm looking out my hotel room window at the Las Vegas Strip. Hey, that's a, that's a safe place to be indoors and out on the casino floor, isn't it, huh? Uh, I think it's a much, much wiser choice for my, uh, my wallet, no doubt about that. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Uh, Chad Brown here, a former Steeler, knocking everybody senseless now into all types of media here with us on CBS Sports Radio. When we actually get to the game this coming Sunday, what are your thoughts on what we can expect to see? Uh, I expect to see a, a good game. Obviously, we've got uh, two of the best play callers uh, and play designers in the game with Kyle Shanahan and Andy Reid. Uh, we've got uh, two quarterbacks more than capable of directing their team to a victory. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes has done this before. In my mind, the best quarterback in the game. While Brock Purdy is not at that kind of level, I've been calling uh, his game since he was at Iowa State. I thought he was one of the better processors of information, one of the best progression guys in all of college football. You know, didn't wow you with his athleticism, didn't wow you with his arm strength. Um, but I thought in the right situation in the NFL, he would be a very good player. And he goes to San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan and all those weapons, and he's playing at an incredibly high level. But in the end, I think it's probably going to be determined by the defenses who actually wins this game. So, um the 49ers need to find a way to play as they played earlier this season. And then Kansas City is going to have to find a way to limit those explosive plays from all those very talented playmakers on the 49ers offense. Well, Chad, we know you you made your bones uh, on the defense. When you take a look at, at both of these teams and how they've performed this season, who are some of the key players that we really need to watch? We, we know the big names, the Jones, the Bosses of the world. Is there anybody else that you think is going to be a, a key contributor to Sunday? Well, I think Fred Warner, not that he's an unknown guy, and Dre Greenlaw, not that he's an unknown guy, their ability to deal with Travis Kelsey in the passing game is going to be critical for the 49ers defense. Because if those guys are able to limit Travis Kelsey, then Steve Wilkes, the defensive coordinator for San Francisco, can keep his base defense on the field. And that way Andy Reid can't alternate between running power ball with Isaiah Pacheco once you go with a safety and a sub-defense on the field and then having Travis Kelsey take advantage of those inside linebackers and on first and second down. So if they can handle him, that's going to allow Steve Wilkes to be a lot more confident as a play caller. And on the other side of the field, for the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, the San Francisco 49ers offensively, they run the most tight formations of any team in the league. What I mean by tight formations, we always think about NFL and football now as a spread formation game or receivers are outside the numbers. The 49ers, they actually do it the opposite. They bring those receivers in tight and close. They want to bunch the defense up and then try to run outside. And that's how Christian McCaffrey is able to run for two yards, run for three yards, and 
break a 30 or 40 yarder because he gets a one-on-one situation with a cornerback with a lot of space because they went with that very tight, compact formation. And let's face it, I played defense in the NFL for 15 years. I have yet to be on a football team where the cornerbacks weren't the worst tacklers on those football teams. So once again, a demonstration of Kyle Shanahan's offensive genius to lead the league in those tight formations to give its playmakers a chance to make explosive plays on the outside against the worst tacklers of any defense. Former NFL All-Pro and Pro Bowl linebacker Chad Brown is here with us on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Chad, it sounds like you got the 49ers winning this one. Am I wrong on that? I, I, I think you are wrong. I got tremendous respect for for both these teams. I actually did a coaching internship out there in San Francisco a couple of off-seasons ago. I was out there for the entire off-season program, so I got a lot of respect for Kyle Shanahan and that organization that they built out there with, with John Lynch. But I think Kansas City, because of how they've played these playoff games, um, Kansas City during the regular season certainly left a lot to be desired. The wide receiver room, in some cases, cost them games. Uh, Travis Kelsey disappeared for a pretty major stretch. But the rare thing is for a team to play like that and then be able to flip the switch in the playoffs. Well, Kansas City's been able to do that. Whereas San Francisco, they left a little something to be desired last couple games of the regular season. And then in the playoff games, that defense didn't really show up, but they were only able to play one half of really good football versus one half of uneven football. So in a game that I expect to be incredibly close, I think that more even play from Kansas City certainly lends them the, the better chance for success, and I got them winning a close game by like somewhere three or five points, something like that. I certainly hope it's a, a close game. I think it will be as well. Hey, Chad, you've played on a variety of teams with, with multiple coaches, and I, I know Pittsburgh is a, a special town, special city. Uh, as big or small as it is, every game feels like you're, you're amongst your neighbors and the vibe of the city goes with the team. What are your thoughts on, on the job that Mike Tomlin has done with these Steelers and then his interactions with the city? Because when I'm in Pittsburgh, I can't get an Uber or a car. People are like, Hey, Jr. we need to fire. We need to get rid of them. I don't think they really appreciate them. What do you think? Well, obviously in Pittsburgh, the standard is incredibly high. So for a guy, Mike Tomlin, who is, you know, coined the phrase, the standard is the standard. Now, the, the, the standard that he has been upheld to or asked to be an uphold, um, I, I think is a bit unfair. He has a losing season in over a decade and a half in the NFL. That's an amazing track record of success. But unfortunately for Pittsburgh, it's not about winning or losing seasons. It's about hoisting Lombardi trophies. That's the standard out there in Pittsburgh. So, yeah, I've been back to Pittsburgh a couple of times, and that same conversation has been thrown my way. And I always push back and like, who are you going to get who's better? Who are you going to get who's going to be able to ship when you're moving on from a franchise quarterback, a guy like Ben Roethlisberger, and still produce winning records and still produce teams that get in the playoffs? Maybe they don't win playoff games, but they're in the playoffs. Now, they've got to find a way to, you know, to get a quarterback who can give the fan base and that franchise confidence that they can not only have winning seasons but have deep playoff runs. So, uh, I'm not sure if Kenny Pickett could ever be that guy. It sounds like he may get an opportunity again next year. Uh, but they've got some figuring out to do. Uh, but I think Mike Tomlin has proven himself as a very, very good head coach. And, and the folks in Pittsburgh uh, maybe need to look around at the, at the rest of the league and see some of these franchises. When they go through bad times, 
they still don't produce winning records. They got four or five wins, not nine or ten. So uh, sometimes you got to be happy that the the process is still on you know, ongoing. It's not a total uh, redo from a, a, a front office standpoint. The former All Pro linebacker Chad Brown is here with us, CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Brief Show. Uh, Mike Tomlin and in, in, in Pittsburgh, I should say, isn't the only city you you had experience with. You were there and had experience with Belichick as well uh, with the New England Patriots. Now, when you look at this man not having a job. Uh, are you surprised? Are you shocked? Uh, how do you how do you see that? Uh, if I were an owner, I would definitely have Coach Belichick. But I can understand why these owners weren't eager to have Coach Belichick. Uh, some of the personnel decisions over the last couple of years have left something to be desired. Heck, I was there in '05 and '07, and some of those draft picks came in, and I was like, "Well, that dude can't play." Uh, you know, I respect this man as a football genius, but he's bringing players who don't have a shot. Now, in free agency, he typically did a really good job. But for whatever reason, the college players, particularly wide receivers, seem to be very difficult for Bill to find the right guy. Um, so I think some of the personnel moves, uh, some of the coaching moves, having Joe Judge and Matt Patricia be offensive coordinators and call plays. Well, Joe Judge is a special teams guy. Matt Patricia is a defensive coordinator. And so sometimes the, the, the hubris that we feel better than everyone else uh, and it doesn't pay out so well for the Patriots, I think that also strikes owners wrong. So uh, could Bill Belichick dial up a defensive game plan to shut down or limit most offenses today? Absolutely he could. Could he connect to most players in the room if they're dedicated to winning? Absolutely he could. But I think his list of demands coming in from an ownership perspective about having control over personnel and those kind of things, that may, that may have been a step too far for most of those owners this offseason. And maybe a season away from the game will humble Bill a bit and he can recognize I can give some of the personnel responsibility to somebody else and I can get back in there and, and continue my pursuit for the all-time win record and beat Shula. Well, Chad, when you talk about the changes in the game and whether it be offense or being humbled, I mean, you played in the 90s into the 2000s where it was still, still big pads, smash you in the mouth. And how do you feel about how the game has evolved? Everything changes. Are, are you a fan? Are you accepting of, of kind of what we have and where the product is going? Uh, I've tried my best to wrap my mind around it. You know, I'm obviously here at the Super Bowl, and I'm going to parties, and I'm seeing Hall of Fame guys and Hall of Fame teammates who I played with. And the conversation always inevitably goes to the game today and how soft it is and how easy these guys have it and, you know, only 14 padded practices a year. And I did 14 padded practices in the first week and a half of training camp. These guys are so soft. At the same time, we have to recognize that football was on a path to where there probably wouldn't be much football. If little Timmy's mom is not comfortable with little Timmy playing the game and not being brain damaged and not needing a walker after he's done playing, then she's not going to let little Timmy play. So in attempts to keep the game going and keep little Timmy's mom comfortable, the NFL has made changes. Uh, I think some of those may be to actually the detriment physically of some players, but it wins a, a, a press release or a PR battle kind of thing. Um, so I understand why these changes had to happen. Um, and I understand that, hey, I, was a, I paid a, an incredible physical price. And players today, they actually benefit from not paying the same physical price that I did. So I'm not mad at these guys. It's not their fault. This is the situation 
that has unveiled itself in front of them. They get a chance to make a ton of money and don't have to do a whole lot physically. Good for them. And, you know, and back in my era when I played four preseason games, the era that, you know, was ahead of me, they played six preseason games. We continue to try to make the game safer in an attempt to make sure the game has long-term sustainable success. I still want to be watching football 25 years from now. And I think with the concussions and the way we were playing and using our helmets, that probably wouldn't have been. So these changes in some way had to happen. Well, Chad, you are certainly one of many athletes to go from on the field into utilizing your voice, whether it be your, your, your media, online, the radio, what have you. And now we know that media has evolved more into to digital and, and, and social media. What are your thoughts on how that's changed with the athletes now, even active athletes, have more of a voice than it was even possible to have due to technology back in when you played like the 90s or 2000? On, on one hand, uh, I love it that I was able to walk around and people weren't taking pictures of me and everything I did was not part of you know, the social media world. Um, on the other hand, these guys have an incredible platform and have an incredible opportunity to capitalize on their, on their popularity and grow a brand while they're still playing from a media perspective. That was really difficult to do back in my day if you weren't a quarterback. Uh, so for Parsons down in Dallas, he gets, gets a chance to do his podcast. Now, is there a double-edged sword with that? Yeah, because you're talking about the league while you're playing, and you're going to talk about teams that you just played, teams that you're going to play. Maybe your teammate gets traded and you feel like you've got to talk about that topic. I think it opens you up for some hurt locker room feelings, for some conversations that maybe shouldn't be had as a current player still playing in, in midseason kind of thing. Um, but I think from a fan engagement standpoint, you can't deny the, the impact of having a direct conduit to players through social media, to hear their thoughts, to be able to ask them questions, to hear their podcasts, all those kinds of things brings fans closer and closer inside the game, which fans greatly desire. So the pool of money that the NFL has, has accumulated over the years, you know, sure, some of that is gambling, but I think social media needs to begin the tip of the cap as well because they have brought more fans in and made fans more connected from a not just a monthly or weekly basis, from a daily basis, fans want to consume content produced by football players and has brought them in more and helped that pool of revenue grow. Yeah, we know one thing uh, the NFL is, is not screwing up right now is the money as they move towards $20 billion in, in revenue a season. Hey, Chad, I appreciate you taking the time to hop on. Where can people follow you and your work in the media space? Uh, you can always find me on Twitter, at ChadBrown94. Uh, you can also find the Kill You With Truth podcast on YouTube as well. Um, and then, anyway, I don't want to give a shout out to some of the some of your competitors who I work with, so I'll, I'll leave it there. <laughs> oh, that's that's fine. I, I listen, man. I wake up and do what I do, but I, I appreciate you, Chad. Thank you, man. Right on. Well, thanks for having me on. I certainly appreciate it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, 